This is The Rich Eisen Show. Look, I don't want to sit here and talk about me or the umpire. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Buster, what is the trigger mechanism on on inspecting a pitcher? This is going to be driven by the umpires. And, and then one source told me it's going to be a lot like a DUI checkpoint. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff. Still to come, actor and comedian, Joel McHale. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. The very funny and talented Joel McHale will be joining us in hour number three. And uh, I want you, Chris Brockman, to tell him that I called him that when he wasn't here either. Like, all right? <laughs> okay. That I, you know, I'm not just Not gonna... just because he was no, on the phone line. Oh, right, right. no. Uh, it'll be fun when he joins us in about 20 minutes' time. Albert Breer and Jared Goff of Sports Illustrated and the Detroit Lions, respectively, have already joined us. As you know, uh, the two top stories in the NFL are Aaron Rodgers is not shown for work at a mandatory minicamp in Green Bay. We talked about that with Albert Breer and with a bunch of phone callers earlier today. And the other one is the fact that Julio Jones is no longer in Atlanta. He's now a Tennessee Titan. And somebody who thought about this a long time ago, somebody who... I think spoke it into existence or TikToked it into existence or tweeted it into existence is on the phone line right now. The pride of Starkville, Mississippi, who has been balling out in his first two years as a professional wide receiver and now gets to call Julio Jones a teammate, A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans, kind enough to call into the Rich Eisen show right now. How are you, A.J. Brown? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. So you spoke this into existence. Is that a proper way to 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 determine, it, AJ? What do you think? I guess you can say that I kind of manifested manifested it, you know. So uh, I put it in the air. You did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you put it in the air, to say the least. So um, how how I mean, what's it like now to have him as your teammate after putting it in the air and and saying this should happen, AJ? Um. It's it's great to be honest. Um, me and me and Julio were already like cool, and um, so now I don't have to call and ask him uh, about football. Now I can <laughs> see it firsthand in practice. You know, I can ask him questions in practice, and and I can learn. I can learn in a faster way. So uh, this, this is huge for me, huge for the team. You know, so. So when you say uh, ask him about stuff, you were doing that over the last two years. AJ? Of course, most most definitely, most definitely. You know, uh, I studied this game because um, we're bigger receivers, and and uh, he's done it the right way, and he runs routes like a smaller guy. So that's that's what I'm chasing. That's that's what I'm trying to trying to accomplish each and every day. And and just asking him over the phone is no longer now. I can just ask him in practice. Well, how'd you first get hooked up with? Practice. How'd you get first get hooked up with Julio Jones, AJ? Um, through our agency. Um, through our agency, and uh, I think the first time I met him, I was in L.A., and he was just talking to me, giving me advice before I even took the field as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So um, he was he always been uh, a mentor for me. So, so um, what is he? What can, can you give me an example of what he has given you some advice on that you were able to translate into the field with two thousand yard receiving seasons, nineteen touchdowns <laughs> under your belt already, and just the first two years. In the NFL, um, to be honest, it's it's a collective thing. It's a collective thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, to be honest. Um, just just my game overall, you know. Um, 
like I said, like I'm trying to make my game as, as similar as, as to his game. You know, since I'm a, I'm a bigger receiver, similar style, similar height, similar weight. So I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, match him as, as much as I can. Okay, and so uh, who come who who's your uh, producer on your TikTok and your videos and things of that nature? <laughs> AJ. I'm the producer, starring me, <laughs> published by me, everything. You're one, one-man band? You're coming up with your one ideas? One-man band. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. Um, where'd you get the tape for uh, to tape over <laughs> the jersey? Where'd you get the blue tape from, AJ Brown? I got it from Home Depot. I was uh, paying my, my daughter's room uh, uh, like a month ago, and yep. I had some tape left over. So, <laughs> so like, you're going to get some of that tape you had left over, and... And then you put eight there because that's his Alabama number? Is that why you chose eight? Yeah, that's his Alabama number. Okay, that's why you chose eight. And then you're the one who wrote Titans on the tape and put it over the Falcons part of the jersey. You did that? Yeah, Yeah, I felt like that was was funny. (laughs) Well, you don't have to feel that. It was hilarious. I mean, it's just... (laughs) It's not just funny. It was absolutely hilarious. And we were all thinking, could this possibly happen? And now... Now it has. So we also saw your tweet uh, that you asked us to excuse your language that you say you all done <laughs> F this up. Um, and I think I've quoted you properly. What do you mean by that when everybody's F this up, A.J. Brown? What do you mean by um, that? <laughs> um, to be honest, um, like in practice, they called me. They was calling me Baby Julio. So now you got Julio <laughs> and, and a guy who's trying to be like Julio on the same team. I think I think the, the sky's the limit. So I don't think they can call me Baby Julio no more. So <laughs> well, I mean, you're right there. And then there's uh, the grown ass man that wears 22 as well. Um, <laughs> what what what? You know, my God, um, what's the weight room going to be like with everybody there now? <laughs> Um, to be honest, I, like everybody doesn't know, like, um, Derek controls the weight room. He controls the music. He controls everything. <laughs> like, it, it's really his show in the weight room. Like, I don't even try to compete with him. We uh, we just go, we do our thing. We just let Derek do his thing. He be pumping, pumping weight, yelling and everything. He kind of, like I said, one band show in the, in the weight room. So. Okay. So maybe that's where you picked up your social media game from there. But, um, what do you mean that he controls everything in the weight room? What do you mean by that? Because he, he Derek lifts lift the house. He like he, he lifts <laughs> he lifts so much weight. He controls the music. He controls how loud the music is. Like he's in there screaming, pumping. Like he he fires up. He loves the weight room. He loves the weight. Right. Room. He's probably working out right now. Well, Julio is a more tenured Crimson Tide. Um, he might not be more tenured in Tennessee. So, does Julio get any privileges of of the music and anything like that, or, or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, but. I mean, older guys get a privilege of, of of the like the music and stuff, but okay. but Derek just being there, just doing too much in the weight room, and we just let him do his thing. Okay. When he's he done, we can we we control the music, we turn the music. And his thing is, uh, do you do the um, metal chain uh, around the neck, uh, push ups on the resistance band, and toes on the ball? Do you do that too, AJ Brown? No, I no, I, I didn't do that. I, I never tried to do that. Uh, like like I said, Derek just does stuff. Uh, he come up with ideas to, to, to try to lift weights. That's how you know he loves the weight room because you could, you could just do some regular push ups. <laughs> <laughs> 
You could. Yeah. I guess you gotta you... stand on a ball, one leg. Like that's so dangerous. Like let's just let's just do regular push ups. Like we're gonna get the same thing out of it. <laughs> I guess you could, but if he could do the other one, you do that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot, AJ Brown. Um, okay. Who's who who could who could rule the weight room more in terms of doing you know wild things that you don't think a human being can do? Derrick Henry or DK Metcalf? AJ. Mm. Oh, DK DK is a monster in the weight room too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I got to go with Derrick though. I got to go with Derrick. Well, I mean, he's your current teammate. I think that's the smart answer. You're a smart man. You don't share the weight room with DK. Of course. What the hell was it like on an SEC Saturday with you and DK Metcalf strolling on the field? You must have felt like kings of the world together like that. Yeah, it was it was, it was absolutely fun. It was absolutely fun. Everybody was kind of scared of us, um, other than like Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't scared of you? Everyone else no, was? They weren't, they weren't too scared. <laughs> I love so, that. That is yeah. so funny. But and it's amazing what he's become too, what the two of you have done in the first two years of your career. How much uh, do you guys talk to one another? AJ? We talk to each other uh, often. You know, uh, he's, he's busy right now. We talk. It's, it's all mutual. We know we got a lot of respect for each other. We're, still, we're chasing the same goal. So um, we stay in contact though. Okay. Does that also include uh, running 100 meters and stuff like that? Or no? You can do that? <laughs> Uh, we talked. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I I cannot do that. But I was all for I was all for cheering him on and you know him doing that. Him him him, him doing that. So. That was pretty impressive. A few more minutes left with AJ Brown here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, we also noticed your your tweet today as well uh, about the number that you currently wear. And did you offer eleven to Julio Jones? And he said no. AJ. Yeah, most definitely. I most definitely. Sat down and talked to him about it, and I tried to give my number up to him, and uh, he refused to take it. So, <laughs> why? What? Can you give me a little bit more uh, um, of that? I can't go into de- I can't go into detail unless he tells unless he tells everyone that. Okay. But, um, but I think he just he just refused to take it, and you know I was you know definitely I was okay with that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. What's that going to mean to you as somebody who looked up to him and mo- have molded your game? Um, off of his and emulate the way that he plays and have picked his brain that he said, you keep that number, I'll choose a different one. What does that mean to you, AJ? Um, it means a lot to me because it tells me that I'm headed in the right direction. You know, um, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing so far. I just got to keep working and, 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 and keep growing. Um, but for, for a guy like him, just to show me the respect, you know, it, it means a lot to me. So, um, it's, yeah. That is amazing. What if I told you you'd be teammates with him one day? Like literally when you're coming off the campus in in Mississippi and yeah. and and no hey, clue. you're going to be a teammate of his in just a couple of years as a matter of fact. No clue. I I, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe you at all. Good. For, I'm just so happy for you and obviously everybody there. Um and you know, uh, and I appreciate you calling in. I'm I'm going to do my best, AJ, to make your world better. And your social media game better. And that's the big setup for this, okay? I have a long history of attempting to give nicknames to players uh, in the NFL. And I'll be very honest with you, it's a checkered past. Um, Not many have accepted my offers, but I kind of dig this one. 
and I will let okay. you know. I'll let you know. It is okay. it is recycled, AJ, because it was just a few short weeks ago that I uh, had Matt Ryan on. And with him okay. and Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, I said, we should call you four the Pitts-tastic four. And I made up the photograph of all four of them on the heads of the famed Fantastic Four comic book characters. Right. Well, that's obviously no longer operative. So now okay. I have come up with this version of it called the Tentastic Four, T-E-N-N, short for Tennessee. Right. And you are the uh, elastic man because you're the one who can get in the end zone. You can stretch defenses. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tannehill is the man in the middle. He's, uh, he's the man in the middle with the uh, invisibility because he can just disappear and just reappear and make things happen. In that regard, okay. uh, obviously the thing is the man who's in charge of the weight room, Derek Henry. Exactly. 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 And and then you've got um, uh, Julio's the human torch because he can burn DBs all day long. And you're the one who can stretch Ds and mastermind blockbuster trades. <laughs> what do you think of this, A.J. Brown? I like it. I like the 10 for I like it. Now, hold on a second now. You do realize that this is... This is a big moment for me, and, you know, I know we're just getting to know one another. This is big. Are you just saying that, or do you no, really? No, 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 most definitely no. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Can I, can I have this sent to you, and then you may have all the rights to use it however you wish and make it as A.J. Brown, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter famous as you'd like? Most definitely. Most definitely I use it. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea. Wow, you AJ, you have you have made this dude's year. <laughs> he is so happy right now. Yeah, I, I'm. I definitely use it, no, without a doubt. Okay, because I think this is pretty fantastic of all of you guys to do this, and it's fantastic of you to say yes. I'm pushing it too far, yeah, my just, not, just, not Chris. Okay, just, just slow down. Take the win and leave. Rich, just slow down. <laughs> he said he liked it. He said he's going to run with it. Accept that, and let's you know, and right. nicely end the interview. AJ, thank you. For everything. No, thank you. Thank y'all. Let's do this more often. Let's do this. Oh, by the way, what's your daughter's name? You said you're 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 painting her room. My, my daughter's name is Jersey. Jersey. Okay. Jersey. Yeah. A very. And how old is she? Uh, she's one years old. Oh man. Soak it in, AJ Brown. Enjoy it. Look at this. You got a one year old at home, and you've got uh, two ones on your chest because Julio Jones says keep it. How's that? <laughs> I love it. Congrats. Thank you. You got it. All right, AJ, look out for this, uh, this, uh, this meme. It's coming your way. Thanks for the okay, call. Thank you. You got it. There you go. That's AJ Brown, Tennessee Titans. Wow. The Tentastic Four. The Tentastic Four. Has been four. accepted. What a win. And as you know, when you throw something to AJ Brown, it will be received. He's going to catch <laughs> it's it. It's coming. Yeah, it's catching it. Dude. How happy are you right now? <laughs> I think I'm going to win the Emmy tonight. <laughs> this is my day. If you win the Emmy tonight, only thank AJ Brown. Like, just get up there or get on the Zoom. Oh yeah, all my colleagues. No, you it guys, doesn't matter. Thank you, to AJ Network, Brown. Those Peacock. guys. No, don't thank us. Don't thank Susie. Oh, just yeah. thank AJ Brown for accepting the Tentastic Four. And like I'm done. accepting this award that's not actually in my hands because this is all virtual. That would be amazing. Oh. All right, so I'm just going to. Tweet this picture out to him right now, and then I mean, you're, hopefully he sees it and runs with the it. The answer is 
Go forth, sir. Did we get the updated one? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, we put it up. Great. Tentastic Four. It's all been workshopped and approved. They all have to accept it, though. In reality, why wouldn't anybody else accept this? Well, I mean, if AJ gives his stamp, like let's go. he's the one going to. He's the one. If I look, it's kind of like with my children. If I suggest something, they'll say no. But if somebody else suggests something that's appear, yes, absolutely, right. Yeah. If right. I say, hey, uh, Ryan, how do you like the Tentastic Four? I might get the Matt Ryan response. Right. It's like, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But it's A.J. Brown. The calls are coming from within the house. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> or Tentastic. See, I, I, I went too far. Hey, I, got I got kitty. I mean, you were excited. I mean, you were excited. It's like you're in the grocery line. The bags are there. You're now just, just get walk out. out of the store. Just yeah, get out. done. Just get stanza. Just, just no one to leave. Tentastic. Joel McHale, everybody, when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, a diehard Seahawk fan, and he's in everything on Fox. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs, and the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. You met Prince, correct? Yeah, yeah. What's the story behind that? You know, uh, I can't remember how we met initially, Mm -hmm. but after our first encounter, he made sure that I was at every house party that he had in Los Angeles. And if he knew that I was in town, like in New York, he made sure that I was at every uh, show he performed at Madison Square Garden. I'll never forget, we were at Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. Security came to me to my seat at the end of the show or towards the end of the show and said, Prince wants you to come on stage. I was like, okay, <laughs> he wants you to come on stage now. Oh, all right, so I'll go on stage. It's me, Whoopi Goldberg, Cornell West, Tavis Smiley, a bunch of other people on stage. And 
We went to this after-hour spot after the concert, a place called Village Underground in, in the sure. village. Oh, it's famous. Yeah, and so, you know, because Prince likes to jam afterwards. Well, Prince just went to go listen to the musicians, and so it's Prince, his assistant, myself. And I see Prince lean over to his assistant, and then all of a sudden the assistant leans over to me and says, uh, I don't know why I do this voice, but it's like, Prince wants you to come back and have pasta and pizza. <laughs> I was like... Oh, okay. And then Prince got up and left, and she got up and left. I don't know why her voice is so deep, because it was a woman. She got up and she left. Because you were summoned. You were summoned by royalty. And there was, you know, an array of people uh, in the living room, and I went back to find Prince, and he was back there holding court with Tavis Smiley and Cornell West, and he looked up and smiled and gave me the peace sign, and I went back in, and we had pasta and pizza at 4 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) How did Prince like his pizza? Um, this is very important. The toppings first off, is a window into one's first soul. Off, there was no meat on the pizza, and I didn't okay. see Prince eat any pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would go to his house, man, for, for the house parties, and it'd be Stevie Wonder playing the piano, uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner on bass, uh, you know, R- uh, Rochelle Farrell singing lead, you know, uh, uh, Harry Connick Jr. playing bongos. No, 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 that was uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey, I'm sorry. I get him confused sometimes. But it was just amazing, man. And then you would, it's like five o'clock in the morning, his chef is serving you breakfast. You're like, why am I at Prince's house at five o'clock in the morning, man? It, 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 was, it was truly uh, a, an, an amazing uh, relationship. Uh, that not only myself, but other people had with them. I'm just glad that it was pizza and pasta. It wasn't like a game of telephone, like Prince yeah. asked you to do something. <laughs> and came back pizza and pasta through his no. assistant. Anthony, Prince wants you to come back to the hotel and have pasta and pizza. <laughs> That's how it came to me. Fun stuff. Back in the day, go to our YouTube feed for our entire show archive, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Back here on uh, NBC Sports on Peacock in this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate. We're one big, happy, multi-platform family. Uh, joining us back here on the show, one of my favorite people, and Chris confirmed that I said this, that I called him talented and funny with him without him on hold. Yeah, you said it on fair. Literally well, yeah. did oh, that, yeah. right? It's I mean, I just, I, I don't know why I feel the need to prove myself. Well, he can uh, beat you man. up because he's absolutely jacked. Well, I know yeah. he is jacked. Yeah. I understand that. I see it all the time because he's on everything on Fox that Ken Jong <laughs> is on and he's also. Or not stuff that, you know, he's on and Ken Jong isn't. And he's also the host of ABC's Card Sharks. He's one of our favorites, Joel McHale, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, the host of Fox's Crime Scene Kitchen, Wednesday nights at 9 Eastern Time. How are you, sir? How can I insult you now, Rich, after that very, very kind and a complimentary intro. I don't know what to say now. Well, why would you insult me? <laughs> what would that be? I don't know. It's the only tool I have in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're 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 a warm man inside, Joel. Come on now. I know that for a fact. That- I know yeah, that. I have a couple of shots of whiskey in me already. <laughs> it's, it's five o'clock somewhere for sure. Yeah, uh, somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean. My children, o'clock. my children were very excited. I was as well to see the promos during uh, Lego Masters, which is when, when are you going to appear on that? When? Are, how come you haven't been on that one yet, Joel? Lego yeah, Masters. I'm pissed. I'm not on that. Uh, there, I mean, something must be done. I think Ken Jong blocked it because uh, <laughs> he has to host eighty percent of everything on Fox. Right. And I. I have to stay behind. And then you got Will Arnett, That's right. who, you know, is the voice of Batman. is very intimidating. Uh, my kids do love Legos. Yes. But 
Right. They also love cake. See what that transition is, Rick? Crime scene kitchen, everybody. That's why my kids yeah. love it. They, 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 they love cake, too. They love seeing this sort of so so the construct of yeah. this show is is like is is basically you've got to figure out what's been cooked based on the clues that have been left behind and then cook it yourself right right uh you find it's like looking for aaron Rodgers at minicamp <laughs> and topical uh it's like will he be there what, nice. what, what are the clues did you find a side pad or what did you see uh maybe a an arm guard? What'd you find? No. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a kitchen that something happened. There was something was baked there, mm-hmm. and then you bake. You you get all that evidence, and then you bake a cake in front of a dead body. <laughs> I didn't see that part. I didn't see that part. Oh. What happened with that right, part? That's, that's the after dark version. No, uh, <laughs> so then you you do it. You do this. You, you think what you bake what you think it is, and yes. there's a bunch of teams competing, and then you see then. Then we all have to taste it, and I say have to in that I get to yes. uh, 10,000 calories a day. Come and on. then they reveal what it is, and then you're like, oh, they were close, and you might win 100 grand. So um, two things. First of all, you didn't really eat that much, Joel. Come on now. 10,000 I swear calories? to you, I swear to you on the dead bodies in the crime scene kitchen. Yes, uh, that I ate because you can't because all these teams are making these beautiful right. desserts and of course in some cases disaster and we're eating raw eggs because yes. they screwed up <laughs> which did happen and was wonderful later on for me but uh, I'm not kidding in that so you can't just taste it and go this is fine I ate them I mean they were they put, I, I they I put in front of me I'm not going to not eat them and right so yeah we would lie I literally would lie down after the <laughs> Like two hours tasting. I just, it was great. Oh, so it's your first gluten in years uh, hosting Fox's Crime Scene Kitchen is essentially what you're saying, right? Uh, yeah, I've never had more energy in my life. I can't <laughs> believe how people live like this. They just oh It's not just God. all cold cuts and, you know, uh, hard-boiled eggs. You can have wonderful gluten. It's just, yeah, sugar and... Uh, but you then you have Curtis Stone, who's yes. uh, you probably know who Curtis Stone is. He's a celebrity world chef, famous chef. Yes, uh, a very nice man wh- who does not own a comb. And then um, <laughs> Yolanda Gamp, who is literally known as the Beyonce of cakes. And if you go on her Instagram, they they make no sense on this earth. So they, they're the real judges, and I'm just uh, you know me. I just I'm just there to eat as much as I can, and then work out. Desperately, <laughs> for two hours after I <laughs> do you have like you're are, you're you're like uh, you're like Todd Gurley or one of those uh, or like Cutler in the NFC Championship game a few years ago? Th- is there like a stationary bike for you to keep warmed up on on the side of the set? Yeah, I like so what I, you got? What I, do, I have it. Yeah, I have this stationary bike in front of a mirror, and I just weep <laughs> and sc- like scream cry while I work out, and then and then. It smells, when my kids walk in the gym, it smells like somebody's roasting cookies because so much sugar is leaving my bloodstream. Uh, the, uh, the the most self-loathing host on Fox, Joel McHale, uh, Crime Scene Kitchen, uh, and then we'll get to Card Sharks uh, in a second. So are you are you um, looking at the Rodgers holdout as a Seahawk fan uh, excited or, or leery, but be, that there, but for the grace of the football gods, perhaps you go in short order. I Joel. Look, I 
Good question. Uh, I you. You look when that, when the whole Russell Wilson thing was going down, I was like, oh, this is just a maneuver to get a better, you know, just a better offensive line. And then it kind of got serious. And then I got scared. And then I went to my Russell Wilson altar in my closet <laughs> and prayed to it and said, please don't leave. Uh, and then that energy seemed to shift over to Aaron Rodgers, yes. which I, I didn't put a curse or anything, but he's not showing up to minicamp, which is a little scary. I guess it's this time of year. They have to have it. But uh, look, I'm never the guy. I swear to you, I'm not the guy that goes, I'm glad that person's out. That means it's easier for us. I would live like bring all the competition because I'm always like the Seahawks will take on anybody. And so I, I it's really, I don't know. Do you think it's going to, he's going to actually not be on the team? I don't think so. I think when it's all said and done that, that, that at some point Humpty Dumpty will be put back together again, that he is enjoying, you know, like uh, putting the, magnifying glass on the front office and general manager, if that's who is his intended target appears to be. And just placing that magnifying glass into the glaring hot sun of the NFL media and letting it just cook the subject yeah. underneath that. I think that's basically what he's doing right now. That's essentially he, the goal. He's like, he's like Instagramming photos from yes. the glaring hot sun of one of the Hawaiian <laughs> islands, which I was like, wow, this guy is a baller. He is not joking around. He's like, me and Miles Teller are going to be in a tide pool while you guys work this out. <laughs> Essentially, yes, Joel. That is what he did and is doing. But why I not? Wish I, I, don't you wish you could? Of course. Do, like, Rick, when, you, when you're in negotiations for your show. Yes, exactly. Like I am. I just sit by. I just have my phone in my pocket with my kids going, Dad, can you come and play? I'm like, no, I might get a text from my agent. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> My 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 uh my version of it is probably going with the other star of Whiplash, like J.K. Simmons, and hanging out at like a golf range. I don't have that sort of flash that Rogers has. Maybe you know what I mean. Like I don't know if I've got that. And plus, I don't have the ability right, to pull the off. Next time, how about the next time you negotiate? Yes. you and I will just go down to Cabo, and I'll take a bunch of photos of you. Yes, and we'll just we'll just have a great time. All right. How does this weekend sound? <laughs> great. <laughs> Are you free this weekend? I actually, uh, if it's Saturday night, I'm vaccinated. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, there's lots going on. I've got a lot to catch you up on, Joe. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Crime Scene Kitchen airing Wednesday at 9 Eastern time on Fox. And then Card Sharks. You grew up watching Card Sharks, right? Like the rest of us? This is so cool, man. Me? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, enormous. I th- of course, you're interviewing me, and I'm like, wait, do you? You're <laughs> too- <Who else? laughs> Hold on a minute. I've got Ken Jong in my pocket. Wait a minute. There he is. Dang it. <laughs> He's everywhere. He's even hosting this interview. Dang it. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I did, and I, I loved all those, like the match game, the dating game, sale mm. uh, of the century, uh, press your luck. I watched all that stuff, and so to bring back card sharks, you know, with when you're just, it's just a high low game. That's which it. I am, it's about as good as my, like, that's how good I am in Vegas is a high low game. <laughs> so it's, it's, but the stakes really do go bananas. And I watched a woman walk away with like $600,000 and she was like, my life has changed forever. And I said, well, you could make a couple of mistakes in the next few days and it'll be <laughs> right back to normal. Oh so gosh, said, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> 
You're not supposed to tell somebody who's won that much money that the nice parting gift for them is doom and gloom. That's just, you can't do that, Joel, but you know I'm the that. only host, yeah, I'm the only game show host where I go, and after taxes. <laughs> tell him what he's won, a massive tax bill. Like me. <laughs> Good luck, and uh, once we you get through California emissions, that will be your car. I think you need to workshop it a little bit, Joel. I'll be honest, but uh, it's funny. We got our, our social media grand maester to my right, TJ Jefferson, was on The Price is Right, and it was one of the most exhilarating moments in the history of this show because it happened live in the second hour when his month-long tape delay finally aired and our hearts were thumping. And um, him walking away with just a ping pong table and a popcorn machine has been nothing but fun for us <laughs> since then. It's been great. Oh, yeah. Do you taunt him with what he could have had in the showcase showdown? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Do you want to tell him, TJ? Should <laughs> well, I? Well, Joel. TJ? <laughs> well, Joel, I, I, I could have in a perfect world. I could have walked away with not only that popcorn maker and the ping pong table, but a new car. Two electric bikes, a trip to Florida. That was that one really hurt. Yeah. Uh, a telescope and um, oh yeah, two Harley Davidson motorcycles. And also whatever the uh, whatever Katie his 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 uh, opponent in the showcase showdown, whatever she bid on too, which is another car and other items, because all he had to do is bet one dollar because she went over as well, yeah. and he walked away with nothing. Uh, I uh, I'm speechless. Uh, <laughs> I, Rich, I would just, right here on the air, I would yes. fire him. <laughs> Joel, to defend TJ, this is Del Tufo on the audio board. A Harley Davidson. What's the cheapest Harley Davidson you've ever, just guess yeah, right okay. now. There you go. I got to ask you, you this. What do you think? I, I hate to tell you, $1. No. Uh, <laughs> That's why I love Joel. <laughs> you know, like when someone's in a divorce and they just like when the, when the wife is pissed and she's like, I'm getting rid of all your stuff. And she's like, here, take the bike for a dollar. For take all, all the other stuff. It's it. five bucks. There's all the clothes. Take for free. You know what I mean? Oh, no, okay. So how much is a Harley Davidson? Like the cheapest Harley Davidson. Take a guess. I mean, do you know this sort of 30 stuff? Grand. See? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why he went over. You, you over that's yeah. What, two yeah. Harley Davidsons. He bid $40,000 in a trip to Florida. And he was way over. Mm -hmm. Drew Carey was smiling oh. and everything like that. What's Drew Carey think when something like that double over? Speaking as a just a comedian turned game show host like you are now, what do you sit there and think when somebody just totally blows it on the air? You must oh, be like, I'm, if, you're, if you're me or Drew Carey, you're going. I think I need another shot of espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if my I wonder if my family when my when my if my family if I'll be having dinner with them tonight or we're going to go over. Uh, but yeah, oh, I, I get I feel terrible. I really do feel terrible because. There was a couple of people that bet everything, and they turn the card over, and they get nothing, <sighs> and they don't even get a ping pong table or anything. So there, there is a. That's, I mean, obviously, it's a game. Not everybody can win. It's just how it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's tragic. But the good news is, it's not like you had that stuff before. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's just like the like world. The you walked show. in, you, you were born in with nothing, and now you're leaving here with nothing. Yeah. Just, just like it's that. It's like the game show is called Foreclosure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
That was my divorce. Taking more stuff, so that's good news. Right? That's good. You just walk out to the same. Oh, my gosh. And plus, someone on YouTube said I was too big for those Harleys anyway. So. Oh, yeah. come on. Don't listen to those. No, they, he's saying they were smaller bikes. Oh, I see oh, what you're so, saying. Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah, okay. You know what? That, you know, it's a good thing you didn't get those. <laughs> Crime Scene Kitchen. Crime Scene Kitchen airing Wednesday at 9 Eastern Time on Fox. And maybe we should pitch a show. What did Del Tufo just eat? after that and maybe we can host that together because it seems like it's just as I much would. of a mystery what do you think yeah let's pitch it well it, the, the examination process is going to be pretty great <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's what ken jong's in charge of he's that's part of his right. you He'll know formula. he just heard that it's it. he just heard it now yeah he's gonna host it he just pitched it and host he's already he's already taped the pilot dang it joel congrats on yet another show and killing it as well you as as you always do always enjoy chopping it up with you you're the best thanks for the call brother well uh rich eisen has the velvety fog voice that i love to listen to because it not only soothes you but it keeps you awake thank you i do both (laughs) a shot of espresso thank you joel appreciate it you take care thank you and go seahawks there you go go just like boy he's just like russ go hawks out the door there you go very good take care buddy that's joel McHale. everybody right here Crime Scene Kitchen, airing Wednesday at 9 Eastern on Fox. Card Sharks premieres next week, next Wednesday, June 16th, 10 Eastern on ABC. It's not called foreclosure. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we have some nice... He's the only game show host saying, boy, your tax bill's going to (laughs) suck. I mean... (laughs) And all new, your tax bill's going to suck on Wednesday night. Right before foreclosure. Hope you have a good attorney. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, We will take a break. When we come back, I told you, Green Bay fans, you are in the position just like the rest of us. Jordan Love OTA News. Yeah. Yeah. Tweeting Packers OTAs. Oh, boy. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
let's get to it uh, with the Big Lebowski. How are you introduced to that film? I ran into the Coen brothers a couple of years before that, I guess, mm-hmm. at a party, and they said, well, we're writing something for you. I said, oh, great, because I was a big fan of Blood Simple and some other early sure. films. And then I got the script, and I said, what? This is not, not like anything I've done. Were you, were you spying? And, were, you know, did you crash some of my high school parties? And you, you know, I mean, where, where did this guy come from? But I, I was thrilled to, to work with those guys. They're real, they're real masters. They know how to do it. Was that character based on anybody that you know? Yeah, it was based on a guy named Jeff Dowd. For them, you know, mm-hmm. they, they used him quite a bit. I met him. He came on the script. I didn't uh, use him too much. I really referenced... Uh, myself, and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, and the script, you know. When did you realize that this film would become, in many ways, a, of, yeah. it's, you can't even call it a cult. It's it's a classic. It's just oh. a flat out classic now. Yeah, yeah. For the uh, big Lebowski. I was surprised because we had a great time making it, and we were all you know laughing and you know thinking, oh, you know, this was a fun movie. We didn't think it was going to be anything like it was today. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised when it first came out and did nothing. It was like, you know, kind of a bomb. And then it uh, played in Europe, and they got it. And then it splashed back over uh, on our shores, and, and it, you know, he grew to become well, what it uh, is. As one of our colleagues on this show has a friend who went to a, a Lebowski bar oh. in Iceland. Oh, yeah, got yeah. We, got these, we have uh, Lebowski Fests. Um, I've been to one. I played with my band at a Lebowski fest. <laughs> that was my Beatle moment, man. You know, can you imagine? <laughs> the dude, ah, playing to a sea of dudes and bowling pins <laughs> and you know, moms. It's totally surreal. Oh, my God. It is like a psychedelic journey in itself right but there. But basically, it's just, it's just such a great movie, executed so well. And uh, like many... Um, Masters, uh, you know, the Coen brothers make it look like it's just nothing has fallen off a log. Yeah. Know? But when you really look at it, man, it is executed yeah, so brilliantly. Well, they're geniuses. I mean, for Raising Arizona, we could go on and yeah. on about Roger the films. Roger De- uh, Deakins, the you know, cinematographer, did such a beautiful job. And you're not, you don't think of it as, you know, thinking of a movie that, uh, you know, is shot beautifully. But if you look at that movie... The camera is right with just where you want it. It's nothing showing. There's no showing off. It's just, everything is just right. Oh, baby. I love that, man. Wherever you are, Jeff Bridges, hope you are well and getting well and hale and hearty so we can get you back here on this show and have more good times. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on this program. Let's uh, let's take uh, Phil in Boston. Let's take his phone call here. What's up, Phil? How you been? Uh-oh. I am good, Rich. Uh, it is first time, long time. Okay, brother, where um, you been? <laughs> I, uh, I don't feel like I'm that knowledgeable in sports. That's, like, okay. that's a big reason why I listen to you. So well, I just kind of uh, sit back and relax. Okay, Phil. Let's do it. What do you got? Yeah, so I just wanted to call in specifically because of um, Joel being on there. I mean, he is, uh, I got a ton of, ton of respect for him, if nothing else, just because he is so effortlessly funny at he's... pretty much everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, specifically, I just wanted to call out, the, um, I don't know if any of you guys watched the Tiger King interview he did last year. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was great. He, that, I mean, that, was, uh, that gave me a huge amount of respect for the guy because like, 
he's swimming in some waters, navigating some stuff there, like as <laughs> far as dealing with real human beings versus what we understand as these, you know, these caricatures. But they're real people, and he did such a good job asking the questions that we wanted to know, but being funny and then also respecting the fact that these are people trying to live their lives. I agree. So, That's it. Thanks for the call, bud. Call back. Do you don't have yep. to be a diehard sports fan to listen to this show? We'll take anybody um, who wants to have a good conversation, is into pop culture and funny people and funny things. And Joel was on this show multiple times, uh, including we had him on during the pandemic when Tiger King was huge, and we yeah. we had him call in the day after he did that interview, uh, yeah. the wrap-up, if you will, on Netflix for all of that stuff. Crazy. I, I, I do not take what's happening right now for granted, man. No. I saw last night when when Booker made that three in Phoenix to cap the it made it twenty zero right and then I think he made the free throw yeah, after that 20, three twenty one zero run right. or something. yeah and people went crazy crazy and it just that noise the sound it was so loud I'm you getting a, a, like goosebumps thinking about it it's amazing science is amazing thank God for science I was talking to some of my doctor friends over the weekend just the the how this vaccine got made and put together and tested and, and the safety of it is so remarkable. So remarkable. The NFL is going to have full stadiums this fall. I mean, that's, that's what wait. it sure looks like it right sure now. Looks oh, yeah. like I mean, why, why not? If we're seeing mostly full arenas right now in basketball and then we're not seeing total complete outbreaks, there were fewer than 7,000 new COVID cases in the, in the United States. Think about that. That number is insane based on the crazy. What we it was over 100,000 earlier in the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> per day. <laughs> I mean, it's good to see I mean, baseball, exactly. all the sports. It's hockey, yeah, it's, every one that. of them. Fans. It's awesome. Fans and, and soccer, every sport. Yeah, man. Just don't, I don't take it for granted. No. And speaking of not taking anything for granted, <laughs> hey, uh, I, as you know, I'm a Jet fan. I, I wear it on my sleeve here all the time. I am who I am. It is what it is, to use one of my oh, coaching. favorite coaching cliches. And this time of year is the time of year where we're looking at everybody's Twitter feeds to see how's my quarterback doing, okay? How's my, quarter, how's my new quarterback doing? What's going on with my new quarterback or my young quarterback? I can't remember the last time I didn't sit around in the era of Twitter and just say I don't care what's going on in OTAs because I I'm so I'm we're so set at quarterback we're so set. What's that like? That's just what I want to know. What's that like? Because you know now and uh, it was in, awesome in, for a long time. In, uh, I know, right? Exactly. Now okay, now like. you're hearing like, well, Cam hit his his knuckle on a helmet and he went out, but Chase Stidham went 16 for 18, right? Yeah. Like, seriously, those are words you said into that microphone in recent days. Last week, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. It was not great. This guy over here, you're loving life because yeah. Dak, you know, I mean, McCarthy said today, Dak's doing everything he should be doing. C.D. Lamb? How's that feel, man? It's got to feel great. You know, it feels great. And also, you know, just seeing how the kid went down. You know, like that was just terrible. Whether that was my quarterback, any quarterback, yeah, of course. you just love to see them being able to recover and getting back out in that field. So yeah, you know, that's that's amazing. Uh, the the Danucci era uh, came and went. Danucci, yeah. Danucci, <laughs> Danucci. Let's not forget we had five starting quarterbacks. Damn straight, and some yeah, who's I never who had never started, like who hadn't started since you know I jinxed Frank Mazzucato. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people forget that since about the Cowboys. Days. 
Danucci's at working in the pizza. There you go. Yeah, Danucci. Hey, hey, Danucci. Hey, hey, Danucci. Danucci's a good. Or as you would call it back in uh, New Jersey, Danucci. 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 Well, we bring all this up basically to say, hey, Packer fans who are upset with Aaron Rodgers or thought he was degrading before his MVP season, and yeah, you know, you got to look over the steering wheel and all that sort of business. If you exist, if you exist out there, welcome to the rest of us. Looking at your Twitter feed to see how your quarterback's doing. When was the last time a Green Bay? Well, there was no Twitter. There was no Twitter. No. There was, there was no Twitter. No Twitter. I don't even think the last time that this happened, there might not even have been a Blackberry. Like, there were no Blackberries. For what? Well, let's see. You Kofi know, see how is, how is Dom, you know. Dom McCowski versus Favre? I don't know. I, don't know. I, mean, Favre, I don't even think that existed. Right? Because no, you weren't no sitting chance. there wondering how, what's Rodgers look like because of what Favre's going on, right? Then when Rodgers took over, you might have you might have been concerned about it. You were calling on a brick phone. <laughs> you're calling on a brick phone. On. Yeah, that's the last time. <laughs> that's exactly it. Hey. Is holding it. Well, to this use a phrase, so heavy. to use a phrase of uh, uh, of the gentleman who signed that uh, that that brick phone that you were holding right there, um, Chris Brockman, right up there. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Green Bay Green Bay Packer fans, this is your wake up call, pal. I give you the floor, Chris Brockman. What's okay. going on in Packers OTA? All right. From our good buddy Rob Domofsky's Twitter feed, notes from minicamp practice one in Green Bay. Okay. Devontae Adams did not, uh, he was there, but he did not participate in 11 on 11. Okay. Jordan Love struggled with accuracy, 12 of 23 in oh. team, including a failed two-minute drill. In that two-minute drill, barely gets past midfield, ends with him skying a pass over wide-open Malik Taylor's head on fourth and seven. Well, he's going against the, the defense that wants to prove that they're ready to go, too. Competition, sir. Competition. Blake Bortles did come in, got oh. a couple cracks. One went nowhere. The other ended with a 35-yard touchdown pass to tight end Isaac Nwata. I did not say that right. Devin Funches looks the part. Oh, that's right. Devin Funches is a Packer. Yeah, dude, if that guy is Devin Funches back from injury, that's a great. That's a. It's a good pickup. Hey, man, mm-hmm. for Jordan Love, you do have to get. <laughs> honestly, I mean, and that's when we asked Albert Brewer earlier in hour one if 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 Gutekunst had a microphone and knew he wouldn't inflame anything and he knew anything would get out. Like, what does he want everyone to know? I built the roster here. The roster's no joke. Like, literally, if Aaron Rodgers was in the AFC where he would only and, – and the team that he was having an argument with because of the way that he felt right now in Green Bay, if he felt that way for this AFC team that birthed him in the league and he's played 16 years and he's done all that stuff for that AFC team, the reason why I say AFC team is because the Packers will never, ever let him go um, never, and ever, show up ever. in the NFC. Never, ever. ever. Right? Direct, let directly <laughs> in the same way that they sent Favre to the Jets before he – went back in division ever ever right so let's just say in the afc they were not going to keep you in the afc they're going to send you to the nfc choose an nfc team that would need that would be ready made to win right now the roster ready made to win right now bucks have already been taken yes right? yeah well, san francisco rams san francisco right arizona seattle taken arizona maybe yeah arizona right? might to win right now, you've got the Saints potentially, right? Yeah, maybe Saints. Okay, yeah. right. Um, Dallas. Dallas. Built to win right now. Oh, yeah. Washington-ish. 
But they are all got quarterbacks, don't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Except Washington. Yeah, Washington. You choose Green Bay. Certainly with Jordan Love in his first competition, just take your breath, take a beat. I'm sure he's nervous. Oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't have many live competitive nope. experiences last year, certainly in practice like he just had now. Just take a beat. Let's see what he does tomorrow. But you know that won't happen in terms of fans. I think Mr. Domofsky has earned a, himself a phone call from us to see if he can appear on tomorrow's show. Uh, Matt LaFleur did speak. What did he say? Today, did, he, did he say I'm talking about only the guys who are here? Uh, close. Wouldn't say whether Rodgers' absence was excused or if he's going to be fine. Called it, quote, team business. Asked excused. About, yeah, I mean. Well, hey, was his absence excused today? I mean, he could have by said, the way, that's a very sneaky way of trying to get an answer out of the coach. Team business. He won't even, he won't even say it's, and it's not excused. It's team business. Added it is what it is. Did he? Oh, no. That's one of them. There we go. Uh, Jordan That's Love. What he said it is what it is, but he, did he, please tell me he hit another one. He could hit another one. That he doesn't have a crystal ball, and he's only talking oh, about the guys here. He could do yeah. the trifecta, yeah, he could. He which did, is so he, rare. He did not do that. Oh. He was asked about Jordan Love taking uh, most of the team reps. Yeah. Quote, he needs every rep he can Damn get right he now. Does. He's yes. a young quarterback that was not afforded a preseason last year. That's right. We're going to give him as much as he can handle. I think every rep he takes is so valuable. Damn straight. And he can learn something from the good and the bad. Of course. But you're saying mostly 12 of 23 is uh, no bueno. No bueno. No. Maybe he was paying respect to Aaron Rodgers by only completing 12 passes. (laughs) (laughs) See what I'm doing there? Sending up the signal. I mean. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm in... Like the, Legion with you. The green smoke he, from The Rock. He's standing up to, to Rogers. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, whoa. <laughs> oh, man. And from Jacksonville camp, Rich, Urban Meyer said Trevor Lawrence had a little hamstring tightness today. Okay. Trainers working on him. Off day tomorrow. Should be back Thursday. Minshew to the rescue. In the meantime, the Minshew rescue. Hopefully the HBO films, the NFL films cameras are there recording all of this. Dude, he did not <laughs> say no. Or hard knocks. He did not say no. He did not. I want to thank Albert Breer, Jared Goff, A.J. Brown for a nice late ad, um, and Joel McHale. I want to thank all four of them. Jalen Rose will be on tomorrow's Rich Eisen show to talk about tonight's NBA action. Jalen? Oh, man, TJ. <laughs> you see LaJuan just called you out? For what? <laughs> so TJ posted the picture of the Tentastic Four. Tag Terrell Lewan. Lewan responds, was I tagged in this just to hurt my feelings? Oh, boy. <laughs> Shame on you. And then called out you, Rich. Shame on you, Rich. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. he should return a call or a text. Yeah. Taylor. Well, he's a big part of the squad, right? I understand. So, you you know. can respond to Taylor. You're on your own there, Rich. I will do that. <laughs> Good luck tonight, Mike Del Tufo. Good luck tonight. The fact you that too, the Tentastic Rich. Four, despite Taylor Lewan's distress, luck, <laughs> um, has been uh, accepted by A.J. Brown makes me feel good about tonight. Good luck to you, bro. Thanks. Rich. Good Appreciate luck, it. everybody. Yeah. Tomorrow, no, not everybody. Just home. to these two. I mean, these two. These two. I look forward <laughs> to tomorrow telling you how tonight went. <laughs> and in advance, congratulations, Ernie. <laughs>